No, no, so the same everywhere I go. Like, oh, there I go. No, look at you, motherfucker. Whoa, lame man, fuck. Gosh, you got a party? Do I want to go? Nah, uh-uh. sorry, I don't really fuck with you, dudes. I ain't coming down with these fucking new shoes. Yes, yo. sir. Episode 50 of the <laughs> Twin City Tone Podcast. Yo, we got <laughs> fuck, Episode 50, everyone. Yeah, halfway to 100. And you haven't, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Greatly appreciate that. All right, um, I go by the name of T-O-N-Y, a.k.a. Twin City Tone. If you're not following me already, follow me at... Twin City Tone. I got my co-host Big Wiz with me. Wiz yes, sir. Uh, you can follow me at Big Wiz six one two. Yeah, yeah. That's B I G W I Z. No H. Don't cheese with me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a special guest. I know I say that before every episode, but like we really do have a special guest in the building today. Goes by the name of Prof. Hey, stop out in the building. Prof, thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, where can everybody follow you, man? Uh. Shit. Can I swear? Yes. yes. I, swear. <laughs> I don't care, man. You can Google me. You can follow me. You don't need to. I don't know. You can. You can't. I don't care. Uh, I'm, I'm usually Prof Gombo. P R O F G A M P O places. Okay. Some places on my uh, my Google. Uh, is that is that still pop off? That Google one? Yeah, Google still popping. What is it? Google Plus. Google, Google Plus. Play. My Google. My Google, oh, Google Plus, Plus is. Uh, I don't know. I'm on Twitter mostly. There it is. Don't follow know. me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Twitter. Or IG. Yeah. There it is. There it is. All right, man. So, yo, Prof, uh, let's just jump right into it, man. I like to get the backstory because that's, like, that's really interesting to me because everybody sees like where you are right now today, but obviously it wasn't overnight. I'm sure it was a grind and nothing was handed to you. This guy knows it. Yeah. I do. So, let's take it all the way back, man. All the way back? I don't know how far back it goes. I mean... Born and raised. What, you from? Minneapolis. Yeah. Southside? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Southside's right. in the building. All right. All right. Did you go to South High School? Yeah. Yeah, okay. South High. That's where I started rhyming. Okay, yeah. That's what I want to hear about. When did you I start? I started rhyming at South High uh, probably like sophomore year. Okay. Um, and I was running... It first started when I was running for the track team because I was super skinny. I was just naturally fast as fuck. I didn't even like running. Yeah. But I was like, man, I'll do this shit. And, I, and uh, so I was on the track team for a little bit. And I was just like, we were doing some warm-ups, and it was like, kind of like army drill shit, and I was just start freestyling with some friends of mine, and I was like, oh, this, this is cool. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then it was like, we all started band, man, and you know, we did a bunch of shit that didn't, you know, it was really bad, and then, um, you know, I've always kind of been an artist, and like, kind of could tell the difference between bad shit and good shit, or what I liked or what I didn't. Yep. And then uh, I started, a, uh, I was with a band called The Blend. With Tucson Morrison, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was with that for a while. I was with a, I was with a band called like Agent Orange with another white dude from the North Side, Tim Shea. I don't know if you know that. No. Oh yeah. Familiar. So I mean, I was doing a lot of you know I've been around for a while. So. I, mean, I caught wind of you early with Ross, probably. But with the the drunk shows you guys used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they used yeah. to do these shows at the Nomad, and he probably was doing this thing well before this, but. When I caught wind of it, they were selling out the Nomad every week, and that you know, at the beginning, when up and coming artists, that's fucking three hundred people. Yeah. It is a big deal, and there are literally people out the line, out the door, not making it in though. Like it was more than selling out. Yeah. And what was the whole concept of it? You wouldn't perform until the crowd got you drunk, or how no, did that yeah, work? I, I think I think we st- we would we wouldn't start. Uh, well, the concept was we'd be just in the in the club, just with everybody. Yeah, so and, and and then like you'd buy me a drink, I'll, I would have to drink it, and so. <laughs> You know, 300 people there all buying you drinks oh, and shots and shit. on stage and shit. Oh, the was... show didn't start until Roswell threw up. 
Wow. It was amazing. And so, you know, the, the, the first uh, uh, drunk shows were at the Dinky Towner. We sold those out, but then, like, the Dinky Towner closed down or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the third the one, piece. the third one was at uh, the Nomad. And I don't, like, last thing I remember being like, oh, I think it's time to start. We were so drunk. Someone, I couldn't get on the stage. And I remember someone, like, rolling me on to the stage. And I, I was, like, <laughs> on my back like that. And then I was completely blacked out. And I don't, I don't remember any of the performances or whatever. And then the next day on Facebook, there's pictures of me like with my 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 dick out, my ass. Like nice. I, I, I took my pants off and I went crowd surfing, you know, in the crowd. And I, I, and I, and I was like, I, I saw that on Facebook or someone posted some shit where it's like I just saw my ass and I was like, I was like, uh, nah, I think this is gonna stop. And you know what? I, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> keep my life. You know what I mean? I do remember before that because I remember you battling at the Nomad. Not the Nomad, the, the Diggy Towner, excuse me. I was, I was battling a bunch, because I've, I've always been like a smart motherfucker, and a clown, I would clown people, so like... I think he beat Zach. Ba time, rap battling was like my shit, you know? Yeah. And so I was I almost made it to Scribble Jam one year, okay. and I lost a uh, ski or something like that. Um, but I, I won a lot, I won a lot more than I, uh, I uh, lost, which is cool. You yeah. Remember, like, what was like, a, you remember like one of your epic battles that you had? Like, what was somebody who you went against and was like, wow, like that was, that was a really dope battle? I don't remember a few. There was a lot. There was a bunch. I don't Shelto, know. Shelto, I think you went against Zach, Big Zach, one time. We Big Zach, we charged an admission to come in. Yeah. He beat me the second time or something like that. And I, I went in. I, I was, I was thinking it was still freestyle because at that time we were doing still like it top. was, it was all off the top. And he came in just like he prepared for weeks, and I was, I was like climbing super fast, and I had juice, and I was like, whatever, I'll see this dude, you know, like. Right. And then if you just, it was a setup, and I was like, oh man, and then he, he just had lines. And I had a couple punch, and I, I reacted like, oh, talking about some jokes that it was written and shit, and then, but yeah, everybody like, oh yeah, but then after those go, and he's got this juice, you know, he just got, he just came prepared, and I was like, oh, this is gonna change. Yeah. Oops. I can only, uh, I guess, join for so long. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, I remember that though. But the drunk souls were wild, crazy. Um, but yeah, Prof, like you said, he climbed fast, man. Me and Bones were doing our thing. I think Bones, I think you lived down the block from my parents' house, or you had a friend down the block on 20th, right by the golf course. Ross. Ross lived down there. Okay. Ross lived down. My mom lived on 41st. That was 42nd. And then, uh, yeah, my boy Dylan. I went to high school. Shout out to Dylan. Yeah. Dylan picked him up. Like I got this kid, man. He's he's the next. He's the one. Watch. Well, I, I had DJ Scars as my manager, Ashanti. Yeah. Who then worked Ashanti. on for Rhymesayers. Now he lives in San Francisco. But then he, he uh, so he was my manager and my DJ for a while. And then we did we did some wild like little Midwest tours. Went up to Canada and like trying to tour on our own. Like I just had a stack of money in my in my ki kitchen drawer. Like you know I was buying my, and selling my own T-shirts and yeah. just taking the money whenever and I needed it. Like right. You know. Um, uh, and he would help me out with that, and then he had to leave. And he was like, "Man, I'm gonna leave you." I was like, "I was kind of salty," um, but he was like, "You know, he's got kids and he's got some other shit to do." And then he introduced me to Dylan and Mike, and then that's kind of like the beginning of Stop House. Okay, so that's what Stop House originally. Stop House was Interlock. Interlock, yeah. Really? Okay. So Dylan was managing Zach and a couple other people. I, think I mean, Slim. Yeah, Zach, Slim. I think Noah I mean, B, like, Noah B, traditional traditional methods. methods. 
Uh, like there Shiz. Was Shiz. There was a lot of Sarah motherfuckers White. on Interlock. Yeah, Interlock, was, Interlock was crazy. Interlock had Carnage was even on Interlock. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of motherfuckers on Interlock. That's and so then Bone came up with them. So then I was like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm joining up with Interlock. I was like, you know, super respectful because Interlock was OGs to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and then, Cancer, and then, um, first show I did with Interlock is like the announcement or whatever. We did a show called Interlock Lives at Caboose, wasn't it? No. Uh, Interlock Lives. We sold it out like pre-sale and shit. But it was, yeah, it was at uh, Triple Rock. Triple Rock. Okay. And then that was the last show Interlock ever did. And then I'm like, I'm happy to be there, and Dylan's like. We gotta break this shit up. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, I don't want to be known as a dude who just signs with this fucking label, and now you're gonna break up the whole label. I like fought that really hard because I, I, I wanted, I didn't want to, no drama with any, right, any right. interlock. Yeah. I remember when all this was going down too. But they yeah. all, they all yeah. understood. They knew I, I had shit to do with it. Like, I, I really didn't. I honestly, not only be, did I want to be cool with everybody and not be like the asshole about it, but like, I honestly thought it was a bad business. It's just right. too at the time. But because, like you said, interlock was. Was one of the first labels. Fuck, he's fucking with yeah. how he sounds like. What, let's, let's see what the kids has that, you know. And he was just like, just he's a bright, shining young man. Like, yeah, the dude's he's smart as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super talented and humble. Yeah, yeah. And he's ready to Spikes, learn shit. Folk, you know, if you don't know you, he's, he's very reserved. Yo, if he does know you, yes. he is a fucking clown. Yeah, that sure. dude's funnier than I am, like hands down. Like, yeah, like he's a mess. We put him on tour, and I'm like, man, he's gonna be kind of awkward out here because he's all quiet or whatever. But like, this dude is so fucking funny. The yeah. loudest, funniest motherfucker. Yeah, I can't even see because I've, I've met him right. a few times. I didn't see it. He was already met? signing my label. And everything. I've, I've known him, and we've been good friends and all that. But then he was on tour a while, like two days in. He started doing impressions and like hopping out the van, doing crazy <laughs> shit. And I'm like, yo, you, like, what, like he like yeah. brightened up the tour, right? Yeah, yeah. Fun. He was That's like fun, a key man, morale. Yeah, yeah. He was a key dude on the tour. Wow. That's what they say. You really don't know no one until you go on tour with them. Yeah. Yeah. Real shit. For sure. For sure. So Casanova came around. So he's been working, obviously. Um, uh, yeah, he's gonna have a record out soon. Yeah, what is that? Uh, I, I think say tomorrow, the next day, we're gonna have one of the final meetings. To down, okay. let's do the, his record. His record's been basically ninety to ninety-five to ninety-eight, back to ninety percent done, like fluctuating for a while. We're just gonna try and hammer it out. So sometime before the end of the year, you think we can get a Casanova album? Yeah. Or after after the new year? I would say before, hopefully. Before. Nice. Okay, that'll be dope. It's really hard finishing a record. I'm sure y'all yeah. know. Like yeah. the finding, fi- like. Once you have like 15, 16, 17 songs, you want to put, put them down and then you got to mix in them all. And like the final touches take so long, yeah. you know, okay. especially since it's his first record and we're like letting him kind of do it himself. Like a lot of his final, final touches, like I don't want to get my hands in over like um, executive produce anything, you know, right. I've had meetings and advice and shit, but the final touches, like he wanted the record to come out in August and you know what I'm saying? Weeks turned to months, like, yeah. you know, it happened yeah. for my first couple and it still happens when I'm tr- when I'm, my records basically I feel it's done. It still takes months afterwards yeah. to have it be yep. like completely ready to go. Yo, what's your what's Prod's creative process like? Like when you're in the studio, like what's your take us through that? It's changed. Uh, like when I first started out, really start making good music, it was just getting fucked up and like in the studio, just late night, you know, into yeah. the morning and like just singing along with friends and shit and just uh, writing high, you know, it was really good for me to start. Now it's like I'm by myself. It's it's this this might sound lame, but it's how I do it, and it's it's fastest I've ever written. The best I can make music is right now, by myself, sober, like after a cup of coffee in the morning. Like nice. sit down at my desk, play some shit, and I'll I'll still kind of do it the same. Like I'll I'll work on like ten songs at a time. Like 
I don't want to sit down for a three minute song and just write it, write it from front to back, front to back, front to back, write it, write it. Like, I'll go in, oh, this isn't inspiring me right now. Click, that's out. Next session, come up. Ooh, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll freestyle a lot. Just record it, and I'm listening to it, and I'll just have a handhold mic, and I'll just kind of spit game over it, freestyle over it, da da da, melodies over it. Minute I lose inspiration, next one, and I'm just like constantly being fresh over and over and okay, over and over again to, high, a, man. to a new song. That's so dope. so that's why like recently you know if you listen to my songs like there's changing up so much like I'll come back to something then then I look at it okay I got a I got a chorus and a 16 bar and a, a start a chorus again and start an eight bar and I'm like uh, you know this eight bar seems this this flow seems similar to first and then I'm like now nah, bored let's like crack it on its head and now I'm gonna freestyle and do something else on it and I just like you know I'll just come back to the canvas and throw oh this needs some yellow Blah! and then I'll right. and then I'll come back to it and look at it again and be like. Oh, that yellow sucks and cover it back up or whatever. Yeah. And I'll work super fast like like that. Well, that's dope, man. Now are you so are you freestyling most of it? Are you writing stuff down? Are you Well, I'm doing both now because I, I started to freestyle most of it and then and then uh I would like lose a session or something like that. And I don't you know, that happened on this record, I'm like, fuck. So the minute I'll freestyle it, you know, I'll save, 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 and then I'll, I'll, I'll kind of write along after I, I've done it like that. Well, now, do you freestyle it just to get the, the cadence, and then you go back and write and fill in the words, or are you actually keeping those freestyles? Both. Okay. Both. Oh, if I'm if I'm really on point, I'll be freestyling cadence. I'll be going in with cadence first. Then not write for cadence first. Before I used to just write like bars and metaphors and punchlines first. Yeah. Now I'll do cadence first. But then now, if I'm really on point, like I'll do, I'll just be going in there doing cadences and. Then my freestyle will fit along in, into them. That's if I'm like really on fire. But then a lot of it, if it would sound really bad if I would open up a session for you right now, it would be just fucking gibberish. Yeah. It would just be cadences and melodies and shit like that. And then I'll go back and like, oh, that sounded like I said this. And then I'll just put that word in there and base that four bar off of that word. That's and like, dope, man. I'll do it like that. Everyone's talking. Yeah, it is. Word. Splashing. Yeah, it's, it's, taken a, it's taken a minute to evolve to that. Like True. For like ten years of my writing, it's all been the same. In the last five years, it's changed pretty fast. I've seen I've seen similar, like working with AGs. He used to spit a bar, take a bar off, spit a bar, take a bar off, then come in on the second track and fill in those other ones. Not writing though, just with ideas. And I was so fucking overwhelmed. Like you can do it like that. I just thought there was when I was young at it. You know, I thought there was one way to do it. Sixteens, four fucking, uh, you know, four fucking. Uh, Vocal tracks, and yeah, man, it's just crazy. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm no not, rules, I'm not know? like Jay Z good when it, or like when it comes to freestyling. Like, and he's the same way. Sometimes bro. I'll only, you know, when I freestyle, it'll, it'll be. Oh, sometimes it's only like a bar. You know, sometimes I'll do it really well too. But I'm like, I'm not like, oh, oh yeah, and then I'm about to lay sixteen over. It's not like, right, that, you know, right. I, you know. So I, I would be totally shook if I was in some big studio. And they're like, oh, go ahead and there freestyle. Like, it would be a different thing. It would be a very free like I can freestyle, you know. Right, yeah. right. Um, and I can rhyme bars for forever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But the way I really want it, uh, with melody, cadence, and you know the rhythm and shit. Yeah. A lot of times that's first. Now my freestyle will suffer just so I can get those things sounding really, really good. You know. Sure. I go in and freestyle over a fucking 90 BPM beat all day and make a three-minute song right now, you know what I'm saying? But it, it won't be spicy and colorful yeah. to me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What producers are you working with right now? I'm working with this cat from uh, Milwaukee. Um, his name's Jordan. Okay. He goes uh, by Jordy Bangs. Okay. Um, and uh, I work with Willy Wonka. Yeah, shout out Willy Yeah, Wonka. shout out Willy. Shout out Willy. Yeah. 
Um, he's wild too. You brought a lot of energy out of him. Yeah. Since from, I watched him come up with Mac Irv, and then what, since he's joined with you guys and shit, man, his, his personality is really, he really shine. You guys be clowning on those videos, man. That's yeah, fun. he's funny as fuck. Yeah, right. he is wild. Yeah. And yeah, he's his, his live stage presence is shit. Um, we have flies in here. We had a. We had a barbecue yesterday and left the doors open. So what was the question? What were we talking about? We are talking about producers. Producers. Oh, Curtis King on uh, uh, oh, yeah. San Bernardino yeah, and shit. Curtis he's like, King. now he's but he's like he's kicking up off of his YouTube he's like, yeah, videos. I know from YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, what's can I get to beat these eggs? He's like, man, I'm making a YouTube video every day. Like, right. I'm, I'm, that's my shit now. Yeah. So. He got some heat, though. Yeah, he's got some heat. Um, and then, uh, what's the name? Topper Atwood? Yep. Um, he's got yeah. some cash and beats. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a... Uh, See, he, I think he's got a couple on my new record that I'm working on right now. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's mostly it. I, I have, like, five or six I'd like to go to. Well, so you're already working on a new project. Yeah. Spooky Baby just came out. Stay working. That's, I, I'm trying to finish a record before I go on tour next month, like, straight wow. up. Okay. This, this was the first record that I ever saw money from, really. Yeah? Like, all the rest of it, it just been going back in and just surviving and surviving. Right. And this one, I'm like, even though it's not big, I'm just like... You make money off this shit? What? I'm like, let's go right back in the fucking studio. Like, right. how much time do I have where I'm this hot? Like, right. who fucking knows? You know what I'm saying? So you like, strike one side, I'm like, well, damn, I got pet. Like, I've I've been doing music. Everybody, I mean, almost everybody doesn't really get paid off music. Right. It's just been, and it, it it it's like, kind of like it's it's hard. Like when I when I found out I could get paid, it was like a breath of fresh air that I found out like, wow, I can get paid for it. And I was totally. uh Reinvigorated again, you know what I'm saying? That's dope, like, man. I've always done it for the love, and I'll continue to do it for the love. But to, then to figure out that like there's another element on this, where like your you do, yo, brain, you, you know? yo, you can make you made money off this, dog. You want to go do that again right now? Like, right? Oh shit, you know? Yeah, I'm 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 right back in there, and I I gotta do it. I gotta work as much as I can in the next five years before, you know what I'm saying? I go bald or gray or fucking, you know, fall <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, well, the ticket advantage, well, you got it, man, for sure. So, what do you think of like? First quarter of next year, you gonna drop? No, I mean, when you hand it in the Rhyme Slayers, it's at least six months. Okay, maybe like so, next. Summer. Yeah, I mean, I would like to do it within a year. I think I released Pookie Baby in April. Do it or was it May? April. I, would, I don't know. You know, May June would be cool. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, honestly, it's all rough. I haven't even been in. I'm just tomorrow is the first day I'm gonna start recording uh, vocals for the for the record. Okay. Okay. I don't have like 10 rough tracks right now. Any titles yet? You don't want to get those out yet? I don't know. Okay. I don't know shit. The okay. songs are there and they're good, but I, I don't... Going into Pookie Baby, I knew it was going to be called Pookie Baby, you know? Yeah. I feel like this one's more of an extension of that. Like, it's more similar right. to that. So, like, I feel... I don't know what to call it now. Like, Pookie Baby 2. You know, I don't know. Can, can we talk about your... How you got... How did you get your situation with Rhyme Sayers? How did that come into fruition? I know you were working with Ant. I was trying to get signed to Rhyme Sayers like everybody was back right. in the day and shit. And I was like, well, fuck them, you know? They didn't sign me, so basically all I all I, I got I just got too fucking famous for them to be like they're missed they're dropping money now. Right. Because I sold out Caboose Outdoors before I got signed. Number one. Yeah, no, we were Caboose, on that too. Caboose thank Outdoors you, one. Thank you for putting us on that. That was history. That was huge. So that was four thousand motherfuckers, right? And that was before I signed the Rhyme Yeah. So then I was on tour with um, Murs at the time, and I'm in Dallas. I get a call from Slug, like, hey, or maybe it was from Sadiq, one of them, like, yeah, you want to talk when we get back? And I remember at this time, I was like, too bad you passed on this pussy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm on my own shit, you know? Right. And I didn't think it was, would work, because, like, I was wilding, like, and 
I was making party music and all this shit was so um, like conscious and shit and I was like I, I honestly first couple meetings walking in there I was like listening like but you know Sadiq is like that reputation that Rhymesayers has just was because of their artists like he let the artists he's, he's always let the artists do their own thing so he's yeah, like man, dope, I w- man I would like to expand if you want some different shit like like if you want I'm like it'll change the way Rhymesayers looks and feels you know what I mean like and he was like I, I don't care like I'm artist first like and I, I want to change how it looks and feels you know like it's only conscious because that's how all we have right now is is that that's that's what we work with like you know artist first what do you want to do yeah. and I'm like I want well I want 100% creative control over fucking everything everything I put out I want to you know like that's you can't tell me shit I mean, you, right. you know and I, I had some but weird that's how you created your, your buzz anyways is, yeah. is being the full and you gotta trust me and I, I don't want to be shelved or anything like that so right. we had some weird clauses in the contract like you know what, what I say goes like and I was like for him to prove it I was like the first single that we released I was like I was like I got my single and I was just it was almost like a joke so I played it for him and it was like this song's called The Reply it's on it's on YouTube or whatever and it's just basically suck my dick I'm the greatest fuck you bitch I'm the greatest you know and it's just it's just like the most obnoxious disgusting fucking song ever right. and like I was like let's enter in and totally trolling your whole fucking fan base and what do you think me having that be the first fucking track and he's like let's do it and I was like, whoa! And then, you were like, okay, and then he released it. Then I was like, man, was that a good idea? Because then obviously I got a lot of hate, but it was probably coming anyways. And you, know? you know, I was gonna say I have literally watched his whole come up, and that was a very proud moment. You know, the signing the rhyme there. So was the prof outdoors. But my proudest prof moment, you know, I, I consider you a little bro, one of the family from our neighborhood, is the situation with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Because I know how much of a fan you are. And when I seen you, bro, at like opening day and that music video and you on there and, and then you performing at a couple of half times, literally, bro, like calling friends from the hood, like, yo, you see Prof? Calling Chair Jordan, like, yo, you see Like, you made us proud with that. Like, that's any artist or any one's dream as a kid growing up watching these kids to, to be involved. How did that come about? Like, you being involved in the promotion of the season the last couple of years, the halftime events and shit. That's dope, bro. This is dude Chadwick. I don't know. Fan of your music? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he reach out to you? Yeah, I think Mike. He just emailed me, you know. And he's he's like the I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. Did you shit yourself when you, when you figured it out or? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I well, so yeah. Well, then he took us like the first thing. He's like, I'm the. I didn't really know how big of a deal he was. I, I don't know his title. He's like, I think he's you know. Marketing. Marketing. Yeah. Got the, the number one dude, you know. Right. Okay. For entertainment. Did you see that? Are you aware yeah. of that? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, so big, dude. And then he was like, let me just have you out. And it was like a, a, a practice when Cat first got signed. And his first practice that it opened to the public. Whatever. Yeah. He was like, why don't you sit on the scorer's table or whatever. And I'm like, what? So I'm sitting on there like Levine and shit. They're all coming up timeout, sitting like right on my lap and shit. You know, I'm like, right. oh, this dude's plugged in. Like plugged in. Yeah. He's a barber barber. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, and I was like, you want to work? And he's like, yeah, we're going forward, you know. And then, um, oh, it was Marta started playing my music, to, or not Marta, um, Marta Mardigan. Mardigan, yeah. Mardigan started oh, yeah. playing my music during the halftime and shit, and then I made a song with Mardigan about the Timberwolves, and he would play that every halftime. Uh, I hear those and so that, that old too. one. Now, I, I made a, a new one that came out last yeah. year, but I had an old one that was rocking for like five years, and then Chadwick came hollering at us. And, um, yeah. And that was big, bro. We were excited for that. That was huge, man. Yeah, that, that that's any show artist's crazy. dream to be connected with your professional team. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that halftime show. Take notes, crazy. people. That's huge out here. That's amazing. 
Yeah, one thing I was going to ask about you, you mentioned Profit Doors, because I saw you put the video out about this year's, that this might be the last Profit Doors release, yep. the way you've been doing it. Yep. So is that true? Yeah. Okay. Do you think you're going to downsize it or... Or upsize it. Or, oh, upsize it. Downsize, upsize, sideways size. I don't it's going to be different, though. Yeah. I mean, like, so now that I'm starting to get paid and being, like, I, I've been a professional rapper for, like, five or six years and shit, like, my my brother Mike needs to get paid, like. Right. So he's in his he's in his prime of his life and his earning years and shit, and we're like, we can't, he's been spinning his wheels on me for fucking a decade and shit. We're right. free. So, like, this dude needs to get paid right now. Yeah. And so he basically work he works, Prof Outdoors is, like, a big... It takes months and months and months. And months. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And uh, and uh, he just he'd been working on it for free. Like, and he said he's he see he was like, dude, I put in three hundred dollars at least every prop outdoors. Wow. You know, and as a grown man, his age and shit, like he should be being at least getting paid twenty five, thirty dollars an hour. And so like you know that's like fucking ten grand of fucking you know so, and it costs like 40, 40 G's to rent to 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 open the doors. Mm. That's that with the with small stage, and we have the big stage that we need, and like it's like it, the the is that with artists and everything? No, <laughs> no, 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 dog. That's to open the gates. Oh, that's to like that's have to the police that, there. Like there's right. permit you need to, with the city and shit. Like and then the artists are fucking yeah, obviously, and then you know it's like the economics like don't make any sense. Like if you can go there, if you're big enough where you're touring and you you're like self sufficient and you don't have any openers and you fucking you know if you can just go there and just sell it out with a snap of your fingers and not need to put on a great show you know and it, um, then maybe it's fucking it makes sense but for us when and the amount of money we put into like props and even practicing and like the lights and right. fucking the stories that goes behind and shit yeah. it's like we don't make any money doing that's that. some historic shit you did with that yeah we don't make any money doing it do you it's think a, it was good for marketing though for you guys' brand I mean yeah the, the city loves it yeah yeah it, it, it is it's like a baby sound set to be honest yeah it is, it is, man. It is. Shout, out, shout out to Mike man yeah shout out to Mike that's my guy yeah um, so we gotta figure something out, you know. We're not exactly sure. Like in that in that, in that amount of time, like I could pay him for real, for real, to make a record or, or to with me or to mo- promote a record or to like we can make two or three music videos or like I, in those three months or whatever I can make right. a half a record. Like what other creative shit can we do? You right. know? No, you're right. So. Well, shout out to you for doing that. And I don't know. We we might we might we might keep it going somehow. It's, it, yeah. It, it's going to be a, maybe a different place or maybe we don't do it and we do something else that's just super creative you know it's just uh, yeah well I mean it's, you know, whether you do it or not I mean you had a crazy run with you I mean, you set it out every single year yeah, like five years anticipated and to reach back to and, and give the uh, the cats that were popping in the city a, 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 a platform shine, right. and a spot to shine like I said I appreciate you letting our squad do it the first one the first one man, we had no me, idea what we were doing you gave me and Martyr and Aqua and Bones a, a shot and we got a nice slot too and it was evidence and uh, Killer Mike and run the jewels. LP, right? Yeah, it was a dope. We got run the jewels before they knew it was run the jewels. Yeah. We were so lucky. On it them. was dope, dude. And it was Evidence and Alchemist, I think. Yeah. It was Alchemist. Was Maybe Fashion. Fashion, yeah, you're was right. It, it was. Oh, sorry, yeah. They all kind of go together. Yeah. yeah. That was the, that that first year was like, who are the people we know, and can we ask for like how many favors can we ask for? Right. Because at that time we were doing. We I sold. I had some juice, you know. I sold out first ad twice in a row, two nights in a row. And I was like, okay. And then that was that was Slug Slot, like for his birthday show or something. And then he called me like, it was not even a month up to the date. He was like, you want? I gotta cancel this thing. Like, and it's you know it's expensive to do that kind of shit. And or well, who's he gonna give it to? Or does he have to pay right. his fee? He's like, you want this show? I'm like, what? We're caboose? Like, uh, 
Yeah, and we looked it up. It was like 4,100 cap. I'm like, you know, obviously I can't. I did, I'd never dreamed I would sell it out that first year. So right. we just hollered at our most famous homies or our homies, most popular homies, like, would do it for the cheapest, like, and just to see because, you know, we were in trouble, you know. We knew yeah. it was expensive to, to, you know, it was an expensive right, show and right. shit. Everybody came for dirt ass cheap and, like, we sold it out. It was crazy. Yeah, it was like, crazy. That's crazy, man. Yo, one thing I was gonna ask you, Prob. Obviously, like you're a household name, especially like around the city. Does it get weird now when you go out? Cause like, I'd, yeah, I would imagine you get recognized everywhere you go. Yeah, right. I'm, a, I'm turning into a hermit, straight up. Yeah, like I, 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 I loved it back in the day. Like, you know, when I was doing like the Dinky Towner shows, or even like selling off the Fine Line, and even like maybe First Ave and shit. You know, some free sandwiches when I, you know, college yeah. age and shit. Like now, it's like, I, I, I uh, it's like. It's like this, whenever I heard like oh, stars complain about how famous they were, shit, you yo, you can take the fame for real. Like I, I want the money and the safety and security. Like right, everywhere I go now, every single, every single gas station, every single grocery store, every single restaurant, every single time I'm out, every single time, 100, percent at least one or two people come up to me, and that's not just people just watching or noticing. That's people that got the so balls like I'm in approach. the grocery store, still like Cub in the hood, like on Mini Haha, you know, Hiawatha yeah. and Lake, and then you know like ordering my shit and sometimes like I don't know like is my, what if my people are looking at what I eat what, what if my credit card goes bad and shit right. you know like everything I'm just like I'm, now I'm like man this is just not natural like ooh, ooh, what, oh, some people tweet me oh yeah prof ate, ate healthy I saw the veggies you were eating in line or whatever and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then when you when you see that shit happen like all like all day every day for you know a couple years like I like I stopped really drinking as much just because I didn't even want to go out like, so yeah, it, I can imagine because like even with, like with me being on the radio, it's not like that. But there has been instances where like I'll leave a restaurant and then somebody will Snapchat me, "Hey, I just saw you eating that whatever, whatever." I didn't want to say anything because you were with your girl, but nice yeah. to see you. And I'm like, oh, "Fuck, that's weird." Somebody's watching me eat. It's unnatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I live most of my life as in the natural order of people minding their own business and shit. That's that's na- nature. Like it's unnatural for one. I think for one person to just like to. To, 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 to go navigate their life that way now like I don't know I, it's just weird for me to even and like people come up to me like crying and shit I'm like oh that now this don't make any sense to me because I'm not I know I'm not a big deal and then someone's coming up to me crying and shit and so then I'm like okay well in my mind then then this is all fucking a facade this is a, like if I meet Jay-Z now I'm not gonna fucking I'm not he's a normal motherfucker because if she's crying over me then I'm Jay-Z's a man he's human you know what I'm saying? So like that just kind of right. snapped on my shit. So it, it's just weird for me when people like come up to me and like treat me different because it just doesn't. Feel, it's just they just don't know that I. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I fart and shit you, and shit. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? You think you'll always live in Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I ain't moving to LA and shit. Yeah. Or New York. I'll always. He's too live in big Minnesota. of a Minnesota sports fan, man. Oh. Yeah, Prophet's die hard. That's one thing about him. Yeah, we always got into good sports debates and shit. They gave me shit because I was a Lakers fan too. But yeah, he's die hard. I give it to him, man. Hands so down. Vikings, Timberwolves, Twins. All that. Twins fan? No, I, I was a Twins, Twins fan my Twins whole fan. life. My whole life, and I was like back, you know, Kirby. At, yeah, Kirby, all yeah. that shit. But like once Joe Mauer hit, like, and you know, job less. It had nothing to do with him. It was kind of just the timing, like just losing baseball. Is just, yeah. I can't, who's who's gonna sit down and, why, and, and just sit down in front of the TV, especially, and just like watch three hours of losing baseball? Like, fuck no, you no. Can't. It's it's the way the sport was. I mean, 
when I was a kid, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, like I would just sit and listen to the radio and shit, be like captivated for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I'd be looking through my baseball cards, studying fucking yeah, stats and shit. Yeah. I'm like, how, why, how the fuck was I interested in that? Like, I know. now when I got this Twitter right. and shit, you know, like baseball is just dying. I think just in general. I agree. And you it's, know, it's a slow game. It's slow. Show me you can win, and I'll jump back on. Like that's why I won't be mad at like um, but you bandwagon fans. I'm not mad at. Because what else? What other job could you provide a horrible product and expect expect people to buy that shit? If Subway started selling sandwiches that smell like shit, they couldn't fucking be mad at you for not wanting your sandwiches anymore. You know what I'm saying? So like, so so I don't feel bad for being like, sorry, twins. Like, if you improve your game, I will watch in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. and I'll get my heart broken in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I'm not. I agree, and I like that you said that, like bandwagon, because it's tough being in a in a. Uh, city where the teams don't provide winning seasons. So I'm not gonna be mad at anybody else if they're like, no. "Oh, don't follow them this year because they suck." I'm like, I will. Like, especially the T Wolves and the Vikings. Like, I watch losing seasons. Me too. And like, but I don't expect anybody else to go through that heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? I like, do. Well, we've been through it so long. Uh, when we get a little glimmer though, it's so great. Like the catch last year with Diggs was like, oh my, oh, that was my god, shit, that's like nine eleven. I know. Everybody remembers <laughs> where they were and shit. Oh my god, I was on an airplane. I lost my voice in three minutes, dude. I was on oh, an air. I was on. I was on an airplane, and I was like, this fucking game's over. I was like, we we're about to take off. I'm looking at through my phone and shit, and I'm like, oh shit. And they're like, put it, put away your devices. I'm like, oh, so mad. And then, um, and then some other guy goes like, you know, everybody's kind of trying to sneak a peek, and I'm like, I'm already kind of. All right, I'll t- take off my device. And, and the guy goes up there, and he's like, he knows I was watching. And he's like, look, they did it. And I'm like, I know they did it. Like, I thought he was talking about the uh, Saints. Right. I'm like, I know they did it. Yeah, whatever, you know. And you know, he goes, look. He shows me, like, a live look. And it's like, Diggs, like, going like this. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I, I put up my phone. Everybody's like, ah. I, I scream out loud in the plane, and everybody's, like, quiet. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I couldn't help myself. I was like, ah. And the plane was like, what, what? I'm like. I was like, they won! And I stood up, I was like, they won! And then the whole plane stood up and everybody, like, the plane was delayed, so, like, people started checking their phones and yeah. shit. Yeah. And opening that stuff was back crazy, up. crazy, man. Yeah, that was amazing. I called, like, 12 people and lost my voice in three minutes. Yeah. I don't smoke cigarettes in my house, and I think I smoked five back-to-back-to-back. It was crazy. It was so much emotion, man, being such a fan. and I was like, finally something went our way. Right. Finally something went our way. Yeah. Exactly. But it only went so far. Yeah, we still made. I, we I did had, though. It was I good. had zero expectations last season for the Vikings. I didn't know who our quarterback was going to be. Me too. You know, we didn't know who our running back really. I mean, Dalvin Cook, rookie. Yeah, we didn't know uh, Murray coming off of an injury. Yeah. No expectations. So for what we did last year, was I was happy with. That. How you feel about him this year? I think we got a good squad. Yesterday was a tough loss. What's a tie? It was. <laughs> it was tough, but you know, at least they didn't win. I guess. I mean, and a tie, no, a tie, a tie in, in Lambeau is a win. Yeah, and like, we, we fought. We came, it's like 60-40. If you tie it over in, in, the, in Lambeau Field, it's tough to win in Lambeau. Well, we came back, though, and fought, and it showed the uh, money we spent on Curry. He looked like he's got oh, yeah. that, that that drive in the end of the game. And our receivers were fucking elite in that last that last quarter. That, it was, that fourth quarter was It was serious. dope, man. Yeah. Uh, Treadwell. Um, yeah. The, <laughs> minus Treadwell. You're right. And that, that killed me, man. Yeah, I'm like, you know, Carlson's you know, gone. We, we got Dan Bailey now. Cousins will spread that ball, and if he's open, he'll give it to you. Yeah. He gave, he gave them the shot. So, like in basketball, it's like if you're on the court and you're open, shoot the fucking shot. Right. Always shoot. There's your confidence. It, uh, it's on the coach to take. If you're not sh- making it, then you're out. You know what I'm saying? So, drop Cousins was like, you're out there. You're getting the fucking play. Yeah, you're, you're, you're getting the ball. Yeah, but right. now, if you keep dropping the ball, or you intercept you that interception someone, someone and another drop, else. like. 
well, you know what? Like, Cousins gave you the ball. He did. He did a job, but now you didn't. So you, 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 know, you gotta come out. Yeah. But Cousins looks good. Defense looks good. I yeah. love our coach. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of pride in our city. I think the fans are ready. We got a nice new stadium. When are we gonna see Prof at the halftime show with the Vikings? I don't think the Vikings fucking. <laughs> Although one sound set like a couple years ago, I don't know who. A couple of offensive linemen like Sullivan and like it was like two or three years ago. I, I'm not, you know what? I'm, I remember that man. It was like that was like 2016. Yeah, they all came it was in the my, year when you were in the, the uh, yeah yeah the big the, uh, the raft. Yeah, they all came in uh, in my trailer. They're like, oh, what's up, prof? I'm like, what? Oh shit, you know what's up? That's dope. And then they just drank straight up in five minutes. Oh, they drank a whole 175 of my James. Oh, another shot, another shot, and they just threw, pass it around like that. It was right after my set. I mean. I would probably, I mean, my friend, my homies probably drink when I'm on stage, but I had none of it, none of it. When I got off, it was probably, you know, 75% full. And then I was like, yeah, let's all do some shots. And like, another round, another round. And they, they pass, then they start passing the bottle. And it was like, those big motherfuckers, they just, then they, they just, just left. Them. <laughs> and I was like, this, this shit is empty. Shit. I was like, wow. Yeah. What's it? They're like some athletes. pounds, man. You know, a couple of shots. They, they don't even feel that. They went through that liquor athletically. <laughs> they fucked it up. That's crazy. Yo, yo. One thing I wanted to ask you about. You remember the first time you met Jimmy two times? Because he told a he told a funny story when he was on here. Yeah. He said you guys got into. We were it. about to jump him. Yeah, that's what he said. And you know, kudos to him, man. He stood up. I was yeah. like, I was like, what? This dude knows he's about to get jumped, right? And he was just kind of stood right there, like it didn't run. But we was definitely gonna get jumped. Like, I've always. Well, you know, I've always fought at the right times and sometimes in the wrong times, but never really too much in the wrong in the, at, the, at the wrong times. But when it calls for it, I'm always down. Dude, who I was with Roz, yeah, he was just throw hands regardless, like whatever, because he just loved it. And so me and him were both, you know, running. We were pressing Jimmy. Like a lot of people, so me saying I'm not a fan of something doesn't really make it, doesn't really say much. Yeah. But like I've never, I've never was a really a fan of MGK, and I was like, shit. I was like, I was laughing the whole time. I was like, this right. dude, God. I was like, if if I were to go at Eminem, that's exactly how I would do it. You know, you right. old motherfucker, you, angry. Right. You know, all that shit. I'm now, nah, I'm gonna fuck Lil Kim. He didn't hold any punches. I was like, wow, this is really fucking good. I wonder what the fuck's gonna happen. And then what that did was just supply M with all this Arsenal. fucking ammo. Yeah. And then he answered like every fucking. He came back on every bar, and the way he did it with like humility and like humor too. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I was just on the tread. I was just on the treadmill or something. I was just right. watching this at home." Like, uh huh. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, well, shit." Now, like, he he made light of that, so that those disses, he he don't even give a fuck about that. Right, the right. way he put it in context, and then then he smashed him. Like, I think he fucking murdered him. You know, I think both were really really good, but yeah. I don't know what happens next. Would you ever get on a diss record if someone came at you if they had relevancy? Oh, absolutely. If they're bigger than me, absolutely. Because yeah. you're real crafty with your bars. Yeah. Going into that, what um, what about the Russ situation over sound set? Perfect segue. That was a segue. I was, I yeah, because <laughs> earlier I said that on my story. I said, props coming through the podcast, any questions? And I had like three or four people that ask him about Russ. Right. Ask him about Russ. What's up with Russ? Yeah. I didn't really know nothing about him. I guess like he had a reputation. Uh, like, I think I knew going in that he had a bad rep- reputation. Of being, of being cocky just and being, arrogant. Yeah, yeah, just arrogant. I'm like, well, shit, so am I, you know? Whatever. Um, and I'm just moving around. I'm like, oh, he's got a trailer right next to me. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm, I'm meet this dude. Like, he seems like a, you know, like, I think his Bill music, Bartis, I've heard yeah. his music. I'm like, he's kind of similar to me because I'll be singing and shit like that, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm like, I, I'm gonna 
definitely introduce myself. That's like I think at, that's the best way to network is at festivals, just looking who's around you. Yeah, um, right. And if you're up here now, there it is. You know, like when I go at festivals, I'm not gonna introduce myself to anybody bigger than me. Like that's just kind of way over there. Where you know, like it's not gonna make any sense if someone goes, "Prof, I'm gonna get you de- demo." Like I, it's not gonna work for me. So moving up, it's not gonna work for me doing it to anybody else. But right. if you're just chilling, up, chilling outside your uh, uh, trailer. And you see another dude, you say, what's up? Like, your neighbors. Yeah. Then that's, like, on some... That's, like, the best way to meet. Right, you got uh, That's the best way how I've um, met artists throughout the years. Um, yeah. Like, at Rock the Bells and, you know, other shit like that. So I'm just brushing shoulders and shit, and, like, uh, I met fucking Capadonna. I'm like, wow. And he's just... You know what? I go straight from OG, and he, all he does is give me so much fucking respect. And no. you know, just like very gracious and shit. I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's great. So I'm, like, and I'm, 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 I'm doing an interview, and uh, you know, I, I just got off stage and shit. And uh, my homies are in the trailer, and we're getting drunk, and so they're probably loud, and you can kind of hear their, them in the trailer. And I'm doing an interview out on the um, picnic table outside the trailer, and then I hear Russ get, getting like hyped up with his crew to go perform. You know, we do the same shit. We get loud. We get. You, you, yeah. It's hard to go from zero to sixty. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. fucking, you gotta do a couple things, have a shot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Get pumped up. Yeah, and then you know, you don't want no smoke. You don't want no smoke. And then, then he's saying that shit, and and I'm like, oh shit, okay. And then and then he's getting into his um golf cart. Golf cart. He's got a driver. And I'm like, hey man, Russ. Like, I'm, and I'm with Wonka doing an interview, and Wonka's there too, and he sees it. And I'm like. Hey, uh, good luck out there, man. Uh, or I, I, I say like, have a good show, dude. Good to meet you. Good luck. And he goes, like, he goes like this. He goes, all right, then. And I'm like in the middle of this interview with someone who just like filmed it and watched it. I don't know if it was filmed, maybe it was recorded. It's in an interview somewhere that's out there. Yeah. Right. And then I like, I'm like, and I look at Wonka, and he's like, and I'm like, did he say like, all right, then? Like, was he just like, all right, or was that like, all right? You know, and I look at Wonka, I'm like. And, I, and I'm like I'm, I wasn't quite sure how it was, and then after, after then he then he left, and I'm like, the interview ended, and then uh, then I talked to one. I don't want to bring it up in the interview. I'm yeah. like, what's what's wrong with this dude? He's, I was like, was that? And he was like, yo, that was disrespectful. Fuck, like it was more like, all right, little homie, like shoot, right? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I was like, that's exactly how I like felt. And only city. a couple different words like that, like how you act and how you carry yourself, just mean just as much as the words you say and shit. Yeah, character. He, if, if he was like, all right, homie, you know what I'm saying, like that. But he was like, right. all right, homie. You know, like, I was like, oh, man, like, I don't think that was, that was, like, hella disrespectful. Yeah. I was like, I was talking to Waka, I was like, you feel, you feel that same shit? He was like, oh, yeah. You know, and so then I'm like, man, fuck. Right away, I was like, fuck that dude, you know? Yeah. And especially just, like, the way he looked when he did it and how small right. he is. And you could feel shit. the vibe, you could feel vibes off Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I think if, if I, if we were in a room in a party or whatever and you, and like, where would you go? Would you run out of the door or would I, you wait there for me to smack you? Right. You know, how do you treat people like that? You know, right. like, what's going to happen? What do you mean, all right, then? You know, you could have so, said good looking or anything else. Yeah. yeah. Or you could have been like, all right, then. All right, no, it was genuine, it was genuine cocky. A bitch move, yeah. 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 And when and then so, he got on stage and started. So talking. then I thought about it, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was just, it was just on my mind for a while. And then, then he got on stage and started saying dumb shit, real stupid shit. Yeah. You know, like. Like, I'm the only then I'm, dope artist here or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah. And also, he disrespected the fans. He was he just like, I'm, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to do one. For my day one fans, if you don't know every word of this, you could suck, suck my you, fucking yeah, suck dick. My dick and like, shit like that. What? Still wilding right wow. now. Wow. Yeah, it's just stupid disrespect. And there's crazy, like there's there's hood ass motherfucker. You can you can be the most gangster motherfucker, like you know, like 
you don't need to walk around acting like nah. that. Like you, you acting like a little bitch. You know right. what I'm saying? If you got big dick, motherfucker, you got big dick energy, like Capadonna or whatever. Right. Motherfucker, you don't need to act like that. You respect shit. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. Right. You don't give off that energy nah, and for shit. Sure. Like his energy is just fucking did disgusting. You guys, did you guys have a little Twitter duel? Or? Yeah. No. I, I. I was like, man, fuck this guy. Yeah, like yeah, I thought about it. And I was like, this is yeah. what he said. At any time he come around, like I'll, like I, 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 I feel like I, I could smack him up. Hell like, yeah. You know. And then he replied, uh, like uh, some. Uh, subtweet, you know, you're not with my energy tweet, or and, and and rightly so, you know what I'm saying. If I was as big as him, I wouldn't fuck with me. Like that's a setup, that's a trap, you know. I need him up, you know. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know so if I got, ever see him like at another, if, if he's at another festival or whatever, like he, 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 we know what it is. Yeah, like we, something's got to happen, you know. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on Takashi Six Nine? I don't know. Oh no, man! At first, I was like, oh, like the first couple videos came out. I was like, oh, now he's kind of like, kind of like stayed around for a, lot, a while. Yes, where I'm yeah, kind of yeah. like, all right, then. All right, then. I feel like his marketing strategies are, are planned precisely. Like, I don't think he got robbed for his jewelry. Nah, I don't think so. Um, well, those so, shot those shots in Minneapolis. That was right by my hood. That happened. Yeah. That was only a couple blocks away from where I lived. And I heard something that his shit, where he talks shit on his videos. He, how he's always playing a song in the background. Is this true? If 40 seconds of a song is played in a video, that's a stream. I don't know. I don't know. Someone business. was saying that their yeah that their marketing strategy is crazy. That's why it's 600 million streams or something. I was wondering when he was like, I got the number one hit, a number one hit over and over and right. over. Again. I'm like, I haven't heard of any of this. <laughs> I never heard no, one of these songs. Love it, man. I was at a uh, I was at a picnic over the weekend and they played the Fifi or whatever Fifi with, with uh, Nikki. Uh -huh. I've seen little ten-year-old girls. Well, that's got it. that wet, wet, got that. I'm like, it's crazy. Like kids. I get so many requests when I'm on air for the kids. Love songs. him. Like, it's, yeah, he's, he's on fire. Shit. He's on fire. Yeah. He's got like a number one record on America Billboard. It's not one. It's all Spanish, full Spanish. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, he, he might get hit. Man, he might get fucking shot and killed I know. tomorrow. He talks I would, a lot it of wouldn't shit. surprise me. You right. know what I'm saying with the X shit. I don't know why I asked that. This one, you know, but being you know in the game, he's up and coming artist. I didn't like him either. It was super annoying. But now, I respect his marketing. I like that little troll. I can't. I don't know what it is, man. It's yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah. I don't know. When he we started beefing with game, I was like, I was like, get him, game. Right. You know, but then he just kind of stuck around. I like. He's I'm like, like, oh, he's still here. Like, shit to everybody. Chief, keep all the yeah. dudes like. Come get me. Yeah. Got him. So we'll see, man. We'll yeah, see that, that's not got. a real sustainable lifestyle. No, <laughs> not at all. It was and like, uh, what, what did uh, Jay Prince say? He said, uh, when you campaign, sooner or later you get elected. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how and what? Uh, how, what are your thoughts on Mac Miller, man? Did you? Were you? Did you have a relationship with him? You... No, nah, I met. I met him in passing a couple times. Okay. Uh, it's too thought, bad, man. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he was great, man. Yeah. And his latest record was like. That song, 2009, like, is good, dude. I thought the whole record was yeah. good. I was like, man, this is a really, there's no, like, hit radio hits or anything, but I was like, this is like, this is like, Personal. A, uh, critically acclaimed, like, yeah. he just, like, solidified himself as, like, an all-time great writer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just, like, a rapper or whatever, like, a lot of those songs were just like, man, this dude is right. a really, he's a, he's a grown-ass man, um, he felt his pain and shit, and then, yeah, I was like, wow, I was like, that, I was like, that's 100% respect now. I always thought he was like, when he came in, you know, coming up, oh, you know, at first when anybody comes up, like Takashi, we were saying, ah, right. this is a young kid, not about it. Right, he what's this, what's this? Um, so I was a little bit reserved like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Right. And then it, over and over again, he was like, oh, but damn, this, 
those act were actual bars. Young, spoiled, maybe spoiled brat from suburbs, maybe right. who might Pittsburgh. be a millionaire. I don't know. He's white kid. Like I don't know. But then I'm like, that's you know your first impressions. But I'm like, man, you know those, those were bars. These are bars. Damn, another song, another song. You know, he was just constantly right. like, he's just a solid one of the. I mean. Top you know, 50 all time. You know, I, that's just like a crazy, weird guess really? to throw out there. You know, right? There's a lot of rappers, right? Seeing the um, the outpour from like the OGs, like Snoop and Game and DJ Premier, and just I mean, a handful of them literally typing. I'm crying as I type this, you know, that just he was like carrying on tradition for that that era of hip hop, like the golden era of hip hop. He was kind of that young. What do you want to call it? A vessel that was yeah. still doing that golden era of music. It's crazy to see that. I mean, it was nuts, man. Yeah, and he carried himself well. Like, yeah, he did. They said he know. was true to himself. Yeah. He didn't try to be anyone else. He didn't. He didn't give me an eye to everyone. <laughs> fucking him, right. He was like, "What's up? Nice to meet you." you right. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yo, you, you said you know Mac Miller maybe top fifty. Does Prof have a top ten or top five all time? Like, I, you, I don't know. I, I've probably been over that before. Yeah. I don't know. Top ten is too much, man. Top five. Once you get to like, I think like for me, there's like top. Three maybe, yeah. Who are your three and then like four and five and six. There's so many ties, and it just gets so True. crowded it in the top ten that I don't even know. What to who do. are the three you you, I think you relate to? Jay Z number one, Eminem number two, and I don't even know what the, I don't even know how it goes. Yeah, I think Jay Z is number one just because he's just that he is he yeah. is the culture for so long the that trend he center. is rap. Like yeah, um, and then Eminem is just number two just because of how. How powerful he is, and uh, his, 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 his lyrics and shit. Like yeah. he's a rapper, rapper, you know. Like yeah. he's better. He like he killed Jay Z on his own fucking songs and right. shit. Like and his freestyles, just everything. Just he's just like, I think he's the genius. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot of people that I'll like bow down to and say are like better than, at me. Like Eminem is a better rapper than me. He always will be. I was has always will be. You yeah. know. Yeah. I think I write better choruses and probably make a better song right now. Right. Than him. But, but fuck it, I'm not gonna fuck with his fucking any of his bars. Flow is crazy. And yeah, for sure. Like so, and then Jay Z is just fucking supposed you know, to get to a god to me. And like, I think he is. Yeah, number one. Okay. What's y'all number one? Two, three, um, four, five. Mine. It's pretty solid every time. I got a, I got a top five. I was really inspired by Southern rap, Scarface, Pimp C, but I love Guru. From Gangstar, uh, Slick Rick, and so you're not, you're not, you, 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 you see, I, I'm, in my top five, I like take into account like impact and like money, like that's competition yeah. and shit too. So like that sounds like a personal, just like personal. Thing. No, I think Pimp C was a huge impact on the whole South. Like people, like people don't understand. UGK, Pimp C produced all the records, wrote all the hooks, he did everything. Bun B just rhymed sixteens. Like he was a very integral part of that whole up, that upbringing in down South. Scarface to me is one of the top MCs of all time. Yeah. But Guru from Gangstar was a very big inspiration of mine. Slick Rick, and then um, I'm a big Cameron fan. Jay Z, <laughs> you put Cameron yeah, in there. Jay Z, okay. Jay Z's up there. Um, um, uh, Outcast, it's hard for me. To oh, pick. Outcast, I think that could be my three. It's hard, um, but they haven't been they, they haven't been doing shit in so long. Right, but no, being me a top one, it's like a top ten or, or five for me. Like you need to be constantly on top, like not just really like true. I know on top for a little bit. Like it's like overall. How, you know. No, Jay's definitely up there. Scarface, though, he was on top for a long time with Ghetto Boys and his solo. Yeah. It's hard, like you said. It gets crazy after a while. And, I mean, man, Pac, I mean, for me, Pac is my all-time favorite. Like, I know he didn't have all the punchlines, because I'll say that people are like, well, he, he wasn't a great rapper, but, like, he's so influential. Even definitely. To this day. So I say Pac and Big, I know it's cliche, but Pac, Big, Jay, Nas, 
and pun. In order? That's in order, my top five. That pun rounds out the top five. Eminem is six. But I just, yo, man, like, pun was incredible. Yeah, pun, yeah, was, pun like, was incredible. Pun was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Top five. I think. So I think. I, you, you, can, you can just argue, but it's, I know. it's like sick opinion, bro. And that's why I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's why. I, I, like, not, a lot, some of yours, I wouldn't even be in my top ten. Like, but, but I didn't like, just whatever. throw Pimp C out there as like all Pimp C. I really do think his impact bounce. I was in the South rap for so long. Yeah, so was I, man. My, my all blacks and shorts, especially if you get them. These are old and because I'm wearing them in the rain and shit. But if you get some super fresh. Out the box, shiny black Reebok, Reebok classics oh, yeah. with black uh, anklets and some basketball shorts. That's that's, it's over. that's hot. I've yo. I've been, uh, that's another different one too. We've had. I swear, everyone has said a different sneaker. I've been rocking that for a long time. I, I was doing that during the drunk shows and shit. And then the other day, like I, I went a couple years without them, and I saw like an old me back in the day. Like I got a pile of shoes. Hell yeah! I gotta get those again. What's new with Prop? You got a tour coming up? Yeah, stuff like that. Any tour. new music videos and stuff coming out? I do. I got a new music video and a new tour. Nice. Coming up. Um, music video, Eulogy, is coming out. We don't know exactly when it's done. It's done. Probably come out in the next two weeks. Okay. Uh, Who are you working with on that one? Serial uh, Films. Okay, yeah, we know. And then um, Thomas. You still work with Dave? Dave, Wilson. yeah. Yeah, that dude owes me a video. He owes us he's, a lot. He's, fucking like, <laughs> he's like a year late on a fucking video right now. Jesus. Um, yeah, but he, Dave Dave did a couple videos for. Uh, Didn't he do your uh, Trailer Park Boys one? Yeah, he that did was that. Fucking amazing. Yeah. And so we got Eulogy coming out. We got a tour coming up. Um, the East Coast. Check it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything uh, else you wanna? You wanna tell the people, bro? Uh. Ask him your question. What would you tell an up-and-coming kid right now that's yeah. thinking about doing music or, or, or thinking about taking it? Do you have any jewels you want to drop to um, a young up-and-coming artist? Oh, man. I, if, um, if you're not willing to do it for free for your whole life, don't do it. Don't even start. Because you're, you're probably not going to make it. And if, if, if you don't just love it and you're just doing it for free anyways, then you, you're not going to do the work it takes or you're not going to hang on as long right. as I have. To fucking yeah, start, start getting this shit. You need to really just fucking love it. If you if you're in it for the bread and shit, that's a zero percent chance of happening. Yeah. I mean, like really, I, I don't I don't almost just say even if you love it or not, like don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't really try and do it. Words from Mr. Prof. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard. You it's know, a grind, man. It yeah. Takes a lot of I would say. I mean. Professional athletes, there's grip of motherfuckers right. on a football team. How many teams? Grip of basketball teams. Right. You way better odds being a professional athlete than being a fucking a professional rapper. Right. Way better odds. Episode fifty. Episode fifty. One last thing. A lot of producers listen to this. If they want to send you beats, can they send? Is there an email they can send you? Yep. Info at stophousegroup.com. Info. Is and I'm always I'm always listening for the beats. Always. Dope. Okay. Even if I'm off cycle or whatever, like I'm on tour. I'm not gonna write to him for a while. Like I'll still build. This is dope dibs. Like, yeah, I'll keep that. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, man. We appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah.